0: Hi, I'm Sue Singleton. Welcome to my podcast, Medical Intuitive Insights with Sue Singleton. It's all in the details. And indeed it is. I'd like to illuminate people on the topic of medical intuition, as at this point, since 1990 until today, I've done about 9,000 medical intuitive readings over the phone, Skype, and in person, as well as tens of thousands of healing sessions on clients worldwide. So I guess I'm in a good spot to share with you what it's all about. The first thing is understanding what medical intuition is and is not. So medical intuition is a very organized subset of psychic abilities and intuition. Everyone has psychic or intuitive gifts. It's part of our birthright. However, for many people, this hasn't been accessed or developed to the point that they're aware of it, but everyone has gut instincts or a sense of knowing something or sometimes premonitions. A psychic uh, in a psychic gift in the general sense of the term is a capacity to know or see or foresee something that isn't coming through a logical sense and knowing something on a different level, in a different dimension. And this psychic capacity could range in all sorts of things. There are psychics who are very good in financial things or in connecting with deceased people. Those are called mediums. And mediums and psychics are honestly not medical intuitives, and yet they can have value for all types of people, and normally a psychic, most psychics and most mediums actually interact with either angelics or other beings on the other side and may or may not provide some health insights. What's important to be classified as medical intuition is actually the amount of anatomical and physiological detail as well as psychological and spiritual detail. For myself, with the 9,000 medical intuitive readings and, and all the healing sessions. And my husband, Aaron Singleton, as well, he's done tens of thousands of healing sessions. And his medical intuition comes through differently than mine. He does get insights, but rather than doing a medical intuitive reading on command, as I do the first session that I do with someone, is that and it takes uh, nearly an hour and a half to complete that. It's that detailed. And over these years, we've actually developed the Singleton Medical Intuitive Root Cause Model. So what I'm sharing about medical intuition in this sense, as far as root cause, um, I would say legitimate medical intuition should include what is the root cause or core imbalance or what are the original triggers that caused this. And to be able to find the anatomical details and trace it back, in essence, I've become a bit of a, an intuitive detective, and I'm tracing trails back in the body specific to what those root causes are. And there frequently are more than one root cause is possible. It's more common that some things have converged together. And as people's health and their longevity on the planet extends, then there can be some cumulative effects. For example, uh, I find metabolic, catabolic imbalances, anabolic imbalances, I discover shock, whether it's emotional, biochemical, or physical shock, physical trauma, injuries, and trace everything out. And I won't get into the whole root cause model, but in our world, the Singleton Medical Intuitive root cause model, there are nine possible categories that are at the heart of someone either being in pain, having dysfunction, feeling ill, actually being with an illness, pain, whether that's emotional pain or physical pain or all of the above. So these categories really are the key. And when I am finding that someone has had a seizure disorder and I trace it back to what caused it. And I will, over the course of these podcasts, be sharing various readings that I've done. And it's very exciting to me. It's what I do, it's my life work, it's my passion. And then I love people getting better, returning to a normal life, or sometimes a better life than they've ever had. So that generally, psychics or mediums are not medical intuitives, however, they may get an occasional health insight, or even possibly numerous, what I notice is there's a difference between what comes in possibly as little hits here and there versus discovering the actual core, the actual root. So I'm looking at it even from a chronological perspective. And I am naming ages, dates, time frames when these things went off and your body's own sense of homeostasis or balance is unable to be restored on its own. Normally, our bodies can do this quite well. That's part of my job. And the other piece that's important to recognize is that applied kinesiology or muscle testing is not medical intuition either. Although that can also be very helpful, and a number of practitioners do it, they are taking from a a list of possibilities and they're basically doing a checklist, yes, no, on a checklist of possibilities and therefore may not be able to discover anything that's outside of the realm of their knowing. And I find that over the years I sometimes have things happen that I never would anticipate and I'll share one of those in a few minutes too. And I notice that the other piece that many times people mistake for medical intuition is aura or chakra readings. Although I do see the aura, all the levels of it, and the chakras, being able to read those is not at all medical intuition. And for me, if the root of something is stuck in one of those that would come up, The other aspect of a medical intuitive reading from in my world, as I should say, is to discover what level or layer this is stuck in. Because if you work on the aura or the chakras and the actual root cause is stuck in the torus field or it's stuck in the big toe, you may be taking the slow boat to China, as they say instead of actually going most efficiently to where it needs to be addressed. Another very important differentiation would be a medical diagnosis versus medical intuition. And my medical intuitive insights actually once again go back to the root cause. A medical diagnosis from the allopathic medical model has a totally different way of looking at things, a very different model than the medical intuitive one. The medical model is looking to take a cluster of symptoms and give it a name. And then with the naming of that condition, the goal is to suppress or eliminate symptoms. So it never really is looking for root cause. So for example, if someone has a staph infection, a bacterial infection, then a medical doctor would be testing for that and medicating with antibiotics. And we might say, and it could be true, that that staph infection truly is the root cause and that it was quote unquote cured by the antibiotics. And so the medical model has a place in our world. Now at the end of the treatment with antibiotics, other factors come in such as, did the antibiotic actually mutate the bacteria or did it kill it? And mutations then will stay in the body and do other things. The other thing is it can destroy our microbiome. And it's not that there's not room for uh, having antibiotics in our life or a medical diagnosis. Doctors are very important for certain things. Traumas, fractured bones need to be x-rayed and set and casted, then the holistic realm can help that heal much quicker. But if you have a separated bone fracture, certainly it does need to be set. And having the anesthetics in order to do that is very helpful because the pain would be quite quite harsh. Now, as I said, we could, at first blush, think that this staph infection was the actual issue or root cause. So that could be an exception to how the medical model doesn't look for root cause. However, it could be that the person's immune system was actually suppressed from chronic stress or even from an earlier fear-based incident or trauma, as I refer to them. So therefore, even looking at that, we really wouldn't want to just look at it in that straightforward way, truly believing that that was the root cause and that it was resolved. Always important to look at the bigger picture. Certainly the allopathic medical model is important when something highly traumatic, such as a car accident, etc., or breaking a leg skiing, that's an important place to go. And if someone's infection is not resolving with natural means, it's good to know that happens. Where the medical model, the allopathic version, really lacks an ability to help people is it's gotten more and more fractionated. It treats parts of people instead of the whole person. And there are so many subspecialties, I think most of you can identify with that, that no one really is seeing the big picture. The medical model also is not very good at chronic conditions, such as chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, migraines, cluster headaches. All they can do is suppress or medicate. And not really address the problem. It's very important to keep that in mind. The other piece is mystery illnesses. And one of the things that I've had lots of experience with over the years has to do with some of the hidden health conditions or mystery illnesses, including Lyme disease and all of its co infections, which is vastly underdiagnosed and undertreated in a proper way. And that's another way that medical intuition and holistic health and alternative healing can be very, very helpful, is looking at the things that medical model cannot really address or even discover. As many diagnostic tests as exist today, I'm still uncovering things that no one has ever seen before or the lab tests find is undetectable because they're mutated illnesses or pathogens. I mentioned several minutes ago I would share kind of an amusing story to give an example of how a really talented and experienced medical intuitive is able to access information totally outside of himself or herself. And I remember one day I was doing a medical intuitive reading on a client who had a significant issue with his eye. He was having visual disturbances and inflammation. So as I tuned in, I actually traced out where the inflammation was coming from and what it was caused by. And as I was watching and looking and tuning in, this phrase came to me, "Cheng Mao, this man needs Cheng Mao." And I said to myself, "What the heck is Cheng Mao?" And a few minutes later, after this constant questioning back and forth, it turns out that I had um, an unusual situation of another soul. I normally go through God, Creator, to get my information, but this particular person needed Chinese medicine. And so I asked this being who was telling me this, I need you to spell it for me phonetically so I can find it. So he spelled it for me phonetically, and he asked me, quite frankly, so you don't remember me. I was your master teacher long ago. And I wrote this down, researched it in a Chinese medicine book, and sure enough, I found it. I think the phonetic spelling was off by perhaps one or two letters, but it was so close, it was very obvious. So I called a Chinese herbalist, that we knew quite well at the time. And I told him what I was looking for. And he said, yes, that's an orchid derivative. And he said, I'm familiar with it, but I've never used it. And I said, could you order me some? He said, sure. He said, but I will tell you it's toxic if given in too high a dose. And I said, okay, well, could you please give me some appropriate doses? And he laughed and said, actually, Sue, I would trust your medical intuition on dosing better than I'd trust myself. He said, but just know, micro doses, micro doses, a little goes a long way. And that's what I did. I gave a very minute, very, very minute dose to this person. And it was supposed to be repeated once, two weeks later. And it totally resolved the inflammation in the eye and that in the optic nerve And interestingly enough, that particular inflammation had nothing to do with an infection as well. So just interesting where if we're really going to the root cause, we need to be able to access that. And that's something I'd like to talk about in a future podcast is the concept of accuracy and detail. And that's the topic of discernment, which is where the most accurate information comes from and it's a different level of consciousness. And with that capacity, the detail and accuracy takes a quantum leap, and information such as that becomes accessible to the person in that elevated state. This is something that the late, great Edgar Cayce was able to do, and his funny stories about that related to he would often say to someone, you need glycothymoline. And you should go to this drugstore in your town called such and such. And the person would go to the store. They'd get back in touch with Mr. Casey and say, it wasn't there. And Edgar Casey would tune back in and he would say, oh, someone moved it. It's on the top shelf behind three other bottles of this other product. So his was really into spatial things as well as the other things. And mine doesn't tend to be in finding lost objects so much, but knowing precisely what someone needs. And that's it for today. I look forward to many other topics that we'll cover that relate to medical intuition, sharing some client case histories recent and longer ago, and healing sessions, and a bit of education along the way, but having fun while we're doing it. Thank you. Bye.